0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is up, sports fans? My name is Jake Iggy, or Iggy for short, and this is Iggy Sports Talk. So I greatly appreciate everybody tuning in to episode 54 of Iggy Sports Talk. If you have not yet, make sure to go over to Spotify or Apple Podcasts and subscribe to Iggy Sports Talk so you can get updated for weekly episodes. Now, this week, I am joined by a very special guest named Joe Morley, and him and I discuss the recent success of the LA Dodgers and what his reaction was when the Dodgers won the World Series last year. And also, we give our ideas on how baseball can become more popular and be able to connect with more Gen Z kids. So let's listen to Joe Joe Morley and I's conversation now. What do you think this team is going to potentially do uh, this upcoming Thursday because in every single mock draft that I am seeing is Justin Fields.
1: Yeah. And honestly, like, so the the Broncos made a move for, uh, for Teddy Bridgewater today. And that was kind of one of the, one of the other teams ahead of new England that I was like, I could see them picking a quarterback because you know, pick pick one and two is basically cemented in there. It's going to be Trevor mm-hmm. Lawrence. It's going to be Zach Wilson. Right. Um, I, I have my gripes about you know with, with New York doing that but after that you know it's it's kind of a, a free-for-all you know with and well number three as well is going to be it's going to be Matt I, I think that's San Francisco is going to pick Mac Jones I think that he's the guy so. who, who fits into what they want to do um, Trey Lance would be a, a, a pretty cool spell for that as uh, as well though like I, I could see them um, making a move for that but Mac Jones is kind of the obvious guy but after that like you're going to have one of two of three guys available: Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and Mac Jones. One of two of those three cats are going to be available after the third pick. Um, so I, I do see new. It makes sense. gonna put it this way: if if I'm thinking about if I put myself into Belichick's shoes, which obviously I'm, I'm nowhere near that cat's abilities as a coach, but um, if I put myself in his shoes, it makes sense and the the winning. Um, Formula right now for a quarterback Is to draft a dude and have him sit Like that Mm -hmm. is how you win That's how you set yourself up to win games in the future The reason why guys like Joe Burrow Are an an anomaly is because he's older Like you look at Joe Joe Burrow is older than Sam Darnold right now So Joe Burrow comes into the NFL He's been at LSU, which is almost an NFL – basically an NFL franchise, right? But When you talk about terms of the pressure and the interviews and the press conference, all that stuff, it's basically an NFL franchise. And he's also 24, 25 years old. I mean, he's older than Sam Darnold is right now. He knows mm-hmm. what it takes to be a professional. He knows what it takes to, to win. He knows what it takes to, to right. carry a franchise on his shoulders, as opposed to a cat like Sam Darnold who's coming into the league after his registered sophomore year. That's a young buck who's, who you're now expecting to carry the weight. And so the, that's why when I think you throw a guy like Sam Darnold out there and these young Qs, they don't know what it takes to be an NFL quarterback yet. Right. They've been really good at a Division One school for two years. You still got a lot to learn in your junior, senior year. I mean, think about how much different you were as a person as a sophomore going into your junior year as opposed to right now when you're about to graduate. But different people. Like, mm-hmm. I was the same way. I was a different person. So, you look at um, the formula to set yourself up to win. Like I said, you have a cat like Justin Fields who is. I I don't understand why this kid's falling. I really don't. Me either. Makes no sense. I don't get it. He's done everything you can do as a quarterback, right? He's gone to the playoffs. Championship the
0: last two years.
1: Yeah, he's been to the playoffs, lost to Clemson one, went to the championship the other. The kid doesn't lose. He's an absolute savage when he's running the rock, a lower shoulder, he can make every throw. You know, maybe he's a little bit shorter than you would want, but you can—that's—that's that's not a a uh, end-all, be-all for an NFL quarterback anymore who's got that mobility. Like the Baker
0: Mayfield excuse. Um,
1: yeah, like I—I—I I, I, I don't understand why he's falling. I think that he—he's a winner at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, but at the end, like like we said, like he is falling right now, and probably tomorrow he's gonna fall, and that's no fault of his own. That's just NFL Frank. That's just the Jags being like Trevor Lawrence is our guy. That's the Jets being like Zach Wilson's our guy. And that's the Niners saying Mac Jones or Trey Lance is our guy. Like we said, we think it's going to be Mac Jones. Um, So with that formula in mind, I can see Bill Belichick looking at Justin Fields and going, I'm going to draft this kid. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit him for a year behind Cam Newton, and if Cam Newton balls this year, maybe they sign Cam Newton to another one-year deal, right? I don't think, and he has that's an that's a prove it deal once again with Cam Newton, which I respect the hell out of him for signing that back-to-back years. I, I, it's betting on yourself, and I absolutely love that about him. Um, but like I said, that's the formula right now: draft Justin Fields, have him sit for a year behind Cam Newton and then get this kid out there and ready to win some football games, learning that offense, knowing that offense. Because, you know, another thing, and I'm, this is super long-winded, if you have another question, then by all means go ahead. But the NFL has so much movement every year with players. Every year, players are going from team to team. They're going, you know, cross conferences. They're going in division. There's so much movement every year from players that a lot of NFL offenses are going to be somewhat similar right like if if you go from one team to another coaches can't afford to put in place an entirely new offense And then have this kid get caught up from the offseason on he's not going to get caught up especially Mm -hmm. if you have a quarterback like brady or you have a quarterback who's been there for years that dude is in his you know eighth year of this offense this dude's in his first year the six months of this offense like he's got to get caught up so a lot of times teams you know i don't necessarily know if it's the same lingo but a lot of the same schemes and stuff like that are going to be the same a couple of offenses where that differentiates the first one is new england new england's offense is much different than a lot of other teams in the nfl so it doesn't necessarily always make sense to go get a kid and expect him to make him like to play right away, like Justin mm-hmm. Fields. You can't draft Justin Fields in New England. You can't draft any rookie Q in this offense and plug him in and be like, "All right, he's going to throw for thirty-five touchdowns and eight picks, and we're going to roll into the playoffs." It's not going to work. He has to sit. He has to learn. He has to soak right. up that knowledge in that offense, which is why I think it makes sense to draft him, have him sit behind, sit behind Cam Newton, and then let the break the chains off that kid and let him go because he's going to be an yeah. absolute stud once he gets there. I, I really seriously, can't.
0: I I can I, I honestly think that that is the ultimate plan because it's, it's ironic because I was watching Colin Coherd and they did a whole mock draft and ironically who fell on number. Who fell on number 13? Justin Fields. He, he was literally the last person standing. And and looked, looked at his co-host and goes, is this for real? Like, did, could we actually see this happen? And yeah, it's crazy that he's falling so much. And I, I honestly think it's because of the hype surrounded about Mac Jones because he's from Alabama. Trey Lance. Here's the thing with Trey Lance. I am so happy he's getting as much attention as he is because watch on ESPN. Look it up after, after we get off this call. Trey Lance uh, out of college or going into college, nobody wanted to, um, no, nobody was recruiting him as a quarterback other than North Dakota. They're rec- recruiting him as a running back and a wide receiver, just like Jalen Hurts, just like Lamar Jackson. And I think it's incredible that he's getting this much praise. And, you know, it could go back and forth between Mac Jones and Trey Lance. That's what I've at least been hearing at number three. But with, with, with Zach Wilson, kind of going off of what you said, I am just so concerned that it's either going to be Mac Jones or Zach Wilson that we're going to be looking back in four years and saying that right there is Mitchell Jabisky 2.0, where a team had to trade up all these picks. And we're looking at a guy who is trying to prove himself after one season. And even Zach Wilson, I mean, you brought it up perfectly. And this, I hadn't thought about this before. The Jets are doing insanity. they're doing the same thing over and over again expecting different results thinking that zach wilson 23 year old just like sam Darnold, had to be pushed into a crappy team and get forced into a team that doesn't have any offensive line remember that happens with every quarterback joe burrow and i'm just very nervous that uh that his skill is going to be wasted
1: yeah it, it, it is a a big worry you know with new york and i like i i get it like whenever a new coach comes in, he wants his guys, you know, he doesn't necessarily right. want the old cats. Um, and that was kind of the feel with Sam Darnold there is that he was going to get moved. He ends up getting moved, which basically seals them into Zach Wilson. But, but I agree with you. It's, it's the definition of insanity because like, I don't look at Sam Darnold. I've, I've made videos about it. I've looked at his film. I've watched it. Like the talents there with that kid, with Sam Darnold, Sam Darnold's not a bad quarterback. He just played in New York under a number of different head coaches and offensive coordinators. And it ended up hurting them. That's the, that's the bottom line. And so like, if, if, if Saylor can harness that and he can get that offensive line going and put the skill guys around Zach Wilson to, to make him a legitimate, or to give him the chance, I should say, to be a legitimate quarterback. And it's a good pick. I get it. But if I'm New York sitting there, there's some really good tackles in this year's draft that, that appetized me. Um, I, I don't think that they're going to go that route. That is the route that I would go, but I don't think they will. Um, but in all honesty, it, it, is, it ends up being that revolving door where it's like you walk through one side and it's like, oh, Sam Darnold's here. And then you spend your three years with him. You don't give him the tools. He's got you know three different head coaches. You walk to the other side and, oh, Zach Wilson. Hopefully this head coach sticks for New York. I think Salo's a pretty legit dude. I think he's got a great girl. defensive mind. Um, and it, it could be a great pick and it could be the, the foundation of what New York wants to uh, to build in their football team, but... You know, it's just um, it, there is definitely that fear. I share that same fear with you with New York, where it's like ah, you could be getting into the exact same position you were in four years ago when you drafted the next great Jets uh, quarterback with with Sam Darnold. And now here we are again saying the same thing four years later with Zach Wilson.
0: Exactly, and, and, and people are putting in the chat asking about what's going to happen with Justin Fields, and we're both on the same consensus that we think that Justin Fields is going to be dropping for absolutely no reason. It makes no sense to me whatsoever, uh, but I just got a notification from Bleacher Report literally two seconds ago saying that the Patriots have been doing their due diligence to either trade up or trade down, and if I have to sit through another draft for two hours and then we trade down out of the first round, I'm going to punch my freaking TV. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's something where it's going to be really interesting how everything really shakes up. Because like you mentioned, right when we started this conversation, there was a big trade. And even though some people in the NFL might not look at this as a big trade, but Bridgewater went to the Broncos who were, were big in the quarterback market for this draft. And I, you know, I just think it's incredible. A year, a year before this signed a three year, $63 million deal. And you know, he, he led the Panthers obviously to to a disappointing five and eleven season. But now we're seeing him just get get traded immediately. And obviously now they have Darnold. But I, I've I've been seeing some people saying that even though that they trade for Bridgewater, this directly means that the Broncos want Trey Lance. They want him to sit behind Bridgewater, and then they're gonna you know do do, do whatever they want with uh, Lock and Bridgewater. But I just think it's crazy if, if you have three. Quarterbacks on your depth chart who all could, does to be starters.
1: Yeah, it, it is weird in that sense, which kind of makes me think they won't pick a quarterback. Um, you know, the the Broncos I kind of look at it the, the same way. Where to me, like with with Denver, like defense is more of an issue. Like if, if Micah Parsons is sitting there at um, you know twelve or three, whenever they pick, I would not be shocked to see them go and grab him. You look at that Broncos defense a couple of years ago when they won the Super Bowl um that defense was was first off it had an absolutely insane defensive line like a defensive line that was tops in the nfl of all time i mean just i think they had like elvis uh i don't know if they had elvis Dumervil. but oh no they had demarcus Ware. they had von miller they had malik jackson they had um another cat who was just insane but they, they had a host of dudes who were just freaks up front and then they had two linebackers who could run with receivers i mean they had brandon marshall was one of them and danny trevathan was the other one those two cats are athletic fast line those are your hybrid linebackers in today's NFL. Dudes who you look at and you were like, you're built in a lab. You shouldn't right. be able to move as fast as you do. You shouldn't be able to hit as hard as you can, but you do, and we want you in Denver. Like it to me, Micah Parsons makes more sense to them. If they went with that quarterback route, it, it just doesn't make sense to me to have Drew Locke unless they want to move Drew Locke and unless they have right. suitors for Drew Locke. Then maybe we have a case here. Right. But to me it makes more sense for them to to go defense in this draft, especially that early and especially with a cat like Michael Parsons sitting there. If you can get, Um, That defensive line in front of him who can eat up blockers and let that kid roam free, then he's going to be an absolute savage in the NFL. But Denver's another, it's an interesting case to make. Like, okay, if if Denver goes and picks Justin Fields, is there the same buzz around New England that we see with Trey Lance as we do with Justin Fields? I don't think so. Like, honestly, I think if Trey Lance is there, I wouldn't be shocked to see New England trade back. I really wouldn't. Or if they know that Denver's going to take Justin Fields, I wouldn't be surprised to see them trade up. If they want Justin Fields that bad. And to that you got to break into the mind of bill belichick
0: when which none of us can do no, no nobody can predict what bill is going to do never but no. i i think it's going to honestly be a situation potentially uh where we see kind of kind of like what you brought up you know it's it's either going to be the patriots trade up or down depending on really where these guys land but I don't know if you saw the report today and obviously reports before the draft, you never know if they're 100% true because people always spew all these rumors before the draft, but uh, it, it was reported that the Patriots and the Panthers are the two top favorites for Justin Fields. And when I saw that, i Justin Fields is going to the Patriots. I mean, <laughs> if you think that Sam Darnold is going to try and mentor Justin Fields, they're literally the same exact age.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: exactly. That like
1: that, that doesn't, you know, Carolina going and picking Justin Fields, I think would be, um, it'd be weird, man. It'd be super weird for them to go and make a move for Sam Darnold and then also pick Justin Fields. I mean, if you want a way to shake Sam Darnold's confidence before he even takes a snap for you, go ahead and draft Justin Fields because that's exactly like, not that it's going to shake his confidence, but he's going to sit there and be like, all right, well, why did you trade for me then? Like you you had the number eight pick, whether you traded for me or not, why would you go and trade for me? Like if you're going to go and draft my replacement, in four years or in two years, whatever. Um, no, I, I think that things you – know, and, you, you know, you kind of mentioned the the pre-draft stuff. Like, I, I, I kind of hate playing the prediction game. It just never works out. You know, I, I've made a number of predictions that, like, don't work very well, that, that always end up getting me burned. Not necessarily that I don't like to do it or that I'm afraid of it. I just – you know, you, you end up making a, a fool of yourself more times than not. So I like to, you know, kind of let the draft play out. Let's mm-hmm. see where guys are going to go. Okay, now let's see what they're going to – let's see how these cats are going to use them for, for their football team. So um, – but, you know, the more and more things play out with with, with uh, how things are shaking out with the draft and, you know – what. Just the way things are going, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see Bill pick a guy. I also wouldn't be shocked to see Bill, you know, load up on two first rounders for the next couple of years and trade that pick away. I I, I don't know. You know nobody nice. knows. You know, whatever, like right. I said, it is the time of the year where everybody wants to play expert right? Everybody wants to play the expert right now because everybody, oh, I had the inside scoop. I knew this. I knew that. It's like, dude, you don't know anything. You're throwing stuff at a wall and seeing what sticks and maybe you just happen to be right about something. Like, i very rarely unless it's like outside of the top three because you can kind of piece things together then that do do I see predictions like this work out. So, like, I usually stay out of it, but um, it's going to be interesting, man. I'm pretty fired up for
0: tomorrow. I'm pretty pretty fired up. Me too. You you bring it up by The Panthers potentially drafting Justin Fields and then Sam Down being like, "What?" It just it just reminded me of uh, Josh Rosen. <laughs> I'm, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, bro, he, he, he would just be like, "Are you serious right now?" It's yeah. crazy because I don't even know where Josh Rosen is right now. I don't even know. I I, you know, I don't the I, Bucks, th- 49ers, I, I thought four. he
1: was with Tampa, but I mean, dude, talk about a guy who you know. I I, I and again, I don't know what this kid's like in a locker room, and that's kind of always. It, that's always something that you know. It definitely plays a factor, but but
0: do you remember what he said in his post pro, post draft ca- press conference? The the ten teams who drafted who drafted before me are going to regret it. Yeah. 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 Right. I mean, DK Metcalf can say that. Now stop.
1: Yeah, the the DK thing I think is funny because that's that's a draft that like Pat's fans love to play hindsight twenty twenty. Like that's it's just always so funny. The thing be, is, like, the cool. thing
0: is though, is that Isaiah Isaiah what's his last name Isaiah Isaiah so- Win. Yes, so him. I was very frustrated when the Patriots drafted him, and Calvin Ridley was just on the board, and Bill just completely ignored the fact that you know, this this is this guy's a top three wide receiver in the draft right here and now we're seeing him potentially even like top 15 right now in the NFL and now now we're just sitting here with Nikhil Harry with and all I can think about with Nikhil Harry is he made this one good catch over a guy's helmet and that's the one thing that I can think of him but it's it's something where with this team I gotta ask you Kim, just if they don't draft a quarterback and they're sitting there at number 13 who else do you think that they could potentially draft uh, on this big board you know, I, I think it makes sense to go and get a receiver right now, and
1: that's why this is kind of an is a sexy draft for New England because you're drafting skill, guys. Um, I, I think it makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense to go. And, and that is one thing, though. I, I would not be surprised to see Bill move up and take Jalen Waddle. Like, if Jalen Waddle is available at 8, I would not be surprised to see him move up and take him because Jalen Waddle is a, a damn good receiver. Um, and He's going to be very good in the NFL. Um, I I could also see him sticking at 15 and if Devontae Smith is there picking him. Devontae Smith gets shade because, you know, he's, uh, I think he's like six foot, a buck, 60 or whatever. Yeah, he's he's small, but the kid's legit. I mean, like, the, the kid's absolutely insane in open space and like, okay, maybe he's not the biggest, but he's pretty damn quick. He's won the Heisman this year. Like, now, if you take a guy like Devontae Smith, and it, it like, and this is what everybody's saying, all the Bleacher Reports, all the pro football, like, all, all that stuff, they're all talking about how small the kid is. And it's like, all right, well, it's on the coach to go and find a way to get that kid in a position to make good plays for you. And like, there's nobody more out there that I trust to do that than Josh McDaniels and Bill Belichick. Like, that's what those guys are – that's literally why they're in the NFL, because they can find ways to put dudes in position to make plays for their football team. So if they go and they take a Devontae Smith – I guarantee you Pats fans are going to be like, oh, he's too small. He's six foot, which is the last thing they should be thinking because I don't know if you heard about Julian Edelman or not, but that kid's pretty good, and he wasn't the biggest out there. And he came in um, the draft
0: as a quarterback.
1: Yeah, so it's it's like it's, it's on the coach to to go and put that kid in a position to go and make plays. So I, I wouldn't be – anyway, long story short, I, I wouldn't be surprised to see them take a receiver. That's the other thing. I've heard rumblings of cornerback that J- – I think his name's J.C. Horn out of um, – South Carolina. He's mm-hmm. pretty good at corner. You know, that's kind of I look at that. And if I see that, I think a contingency plan in case JC Jackson moves on. That's kind of what I think. Um, that's another possibility. But if, if, if I'm New England, which I'm not, but if I was, I would think Q number one is your is your first thing you got to prepare for the future after that you got to be thinking receiver if if all of your um if all your options are 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 dried up and then after that maybe cornerback is what i would say but like this this defense is legit like i I don't know what other options or what other things you would want to add i mean you can always get better there's never been a problem with too many good football players on the team but um you know that those are kind of the the top three that i sit there
0: and think Yeah, I completely agree. And when you just said this defense is good, I think it's hysterical when Patriots fans try to act. Like, the moves that the Patriots made last year, I I saw this on Twitter. They're like, that's not going to do anything for the defense. Am I the only one that remembers this was the number one defense? And then we also had eight guys opt out for COVID. Like, where was Hightower last year? Where the heck was Chung? Oh, yeah, those guys usually make the plays on defense. That's what it is. But, uh, yeah, it's it's going to be a really fun and exciting draft. I mean, it's it's really essentially the whole new exciting chapter of the NFL. Uh, but, but, Cam, really appreciate you taking the time to give me your thoughts on this draft and especially what the Patriots are going to do uh, this Thursday. But where can people find you?
1: Yeah, no, thanks for having me on first and foremost. Um, uh, you guys can find me on, on YouTube right now. I'm on uh, The Hook Cam is the channel name. Um, Eric, my, my boys Eric and Mike, we go live every Tuesday at uh, 8 o'clock Eastern. i got to make that adjustment because I'm out here on the West Coast. But 8 o'clock Eastern, every Tuesday you're going to find us. We're going to have a big draft show uh, tomorrow night. We'll start about an hour beforehand. Iggy, we're hoping that you'll come on. You'll grace us with your presence. Hopefully you can okay. squeeze that in. Um, but, yeah, no, well, we're live every Tuesday on uh, the Hook Camps channel, and uh, we we'll look forward to seeing you guys there. But, Iggy, thanks
0: for having me on, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, 100%. I was just thinking about this. Before the Patriots season starts, I got to get you, Mike, and uh, I got to get you, Mike, and and Eric on. We got to do a whole sort of Patriots like season preview after this whole draft happens, when the Patriots get Justin Fields. Knock on wood. (laughs) Don't worry. But, yeah, we definitely got to do that, 100%. Yeah, I'm all about it, man. I'm all about it, man. Just let me know. So keep it up, big dog. You're grinding out there. I love it. Appreciate it, my man. Thank you so much. Have a great rest of your night. All right, buddy. Take it easy. Peace.